Thanks for joining me on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports this week. And if the world of college athletics wasn't crazy enough, uh, we have a, uh, a work of fiction here about the craziness and dysfunction in college sports. And pleasure to be joined by M.K. Lever. He's got a new uh, novel out, Surviving the Second Tier, and very qualified to... Uh, to write a book like this, I can't wait to read it myself. Uh, MK is a former Division One athlete. She's a PhD candidate at the University of Texas, and this is uh, part personal experience, part fiction, and uh, part uh, involving uh, the NCAA in in various aspects. And and MK, thanks for coming on today, and uh, great job with the book. Thank you. That was a great summary. I haven't even read the book yet, so uh, uh, I'm, I'm going by the notes sent to me, but I'm very uh, intrigued, and I, call, I cover college sports in various, uh, in, ver- in various aspects of it. I know coaches, I know administrators, I know student-athletes, and uh, kind, of, uh, kind of take me behind uh, the scenes here, what was the inspiration of the book. I'm sure a lot of things were, but uh, sum it up for me. Yeah, so I, uh, like you said, I'm a former G1 athlete. I study NCAA discourse and policy now as a doctoral candidate, and I'm fascinated by policy research. I think it's really interesting. Most people do not. Policy is not, like, people don't sit around reading policy books for fun, but, you know, the issues that we're seeing in in the news about college athletes, uh, I think that most of it boils down to faulty policy on behalf of the NCAA, and so I'm very passionate about these issues. And I would start to talk to people about my research when they would ask, and, and I noticed when I dove headfirst into a policy book, their eyes would just glaze over. They'd kind of check out of the conversation. Um, but it was something I really wanted to talk about in an engaging way. And so after a while, I started to describe the NCAA as dystopia when people would ask me about my research. And that was the metaphor that really stuck. Um, so people would you know, be engaged, they'd ask me questions, and I started to realize like this is the way I need to start talking about my research. Um, and so I just started to use it so often that I thought, you know, someone should write this book. And when nobody did, I thought, okay, I'm going to take a shot at it and see what happens. Sure. And I never intended to, you know, publish it or anything. Um, it was just sort of a side project that got out of control, but it, it all started <laughs> with a metaphor. No, I get it. I get it. And, uh, um, yeah, like you said, most people aren't uh, really into, they find maybe the policy making kind of boring or mundane, but, uh, you know, me, I, I like the characters in college athletics, and really the people in college athletics, the characters are created because of these policies, so you're really starting from the roots and letting the tree grow from there. I love what you said about the character of college athletes because I don't think with you know the vast majority of sports reporting I don't think we really see the human side of athletes whether they're college or professional because we're so focused on what they can do and their output and their productivity that we really bypass the human side of athletes I think athletes are fascinating people um, I knew a lot of just great athletes you know growing up and in college um, and, and in my work now as a, as a researcher and a freelance sports writer, um, and, and I really wanted to humanize college athletes with my uh, novel. And so that was a huge goal of mine, too, was to make sure that people saw the human side of college sports and college athletes as well. 
Yeah, we're with MK Lever, new book out, Surviving the Second Tier, uh, Hugo House Publishers, uh, over 400 pages available on Kindle and Amazon and, and other places. And um, <laughs> it's, it's very intriguing and, and very interesting. And, and uh, you talk about the human side of these athletes and coaches, uh, MK. Uh, if you, we live, we're lucky. We live in a day and age where if you want to find out more or kind of find out more about the real people, just check out their social media accounts. That's where you get kind of the unfiltered day-to-day uh, uh, -day, uh, thoughts of these athletes where we never were able to do that before. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and with name, image, and likeness, too, we're seeing a lot yeah. of, you know, people put their brand behind what they really believe in, too, which I think is a cool, um, I guess, a side effect of NIL. <laughs> Yeah, and the, and the book delves into uh, to these to the characters of college athletes and um, tells a great story. Just give a quick little intro to the book. Yeah, so my book takes place in the future, and basically by that time period, athletic departments have spent too much money on um, like facilities and fancy gear and and you know things that are going to attract recruits to universities, and so they're going bankrupt. And the governing body of college sports at that point steps in and says, okay, we need to save this industry, so we're going to downsize the collegiate model into a single sport model. And the sport that they decide on is fighting because it's low maintenance, it doesn't require a lot of facilities or officials or anything. It's flashy and glamorous and violent, and so it's sellable. Um, and so my uh, novel follows a team of essentially mid-major athletes, um, because that was what I did in college. I was a mid-major runner, um, and we don't see a lot of mid-major stories in, in the news, I don't think. But um, anyway, it follows this mid-major team as they're navigating these really complex like we were talking about human issues that they're having like they're you know dealing with not having enough money to get by and um, manipulative coaching and just um, I, just like relational tensions and, and competitiveness among teammates um, and my protagonist her name is Sis and she's the only undefeated um, fighter in the AFA which is the Amateur Fighting Association essentially the NCAA um, and she's the only undefeated fighter, but she's in that second tier, and so people are doubting her, and she wants to, you know, prove all of them wrong while she's nursing an injury and dealing with um, just all of the pressures that college athletes face from performance anxiety to coach pressure. Um, and so it follows them throughout their postseason and, and illustrates the issues that I study using fiction as a vehicle. Yeah, great way, great way to explore things. Uh, this is. Uh... Um, fight club in uh, college sports form, uh, exploitation, uh, great characters, and uh, MK Lever uh, surviving the second tier. Uh, um, Amazon, check it out. And uh, a little about yourself, MK. Uh, you're drawing on a lot of your own uh, experiences and uh, and maybe people you met along the way. Yeah, I, I you know. One of the big rules of creative writing is to write what you know, um, and I know a lot about. I, I haven't done I haven't done that in years. I haven't written about what I know in years. So, uh, but but for you, That's good. Fun. Yeah, I know, I know. Go ahead. Um, so, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it, was, it was fun, but you know, it was also a great way for me to process my experiences as a college athlete because I had some great times in college on my team, but I also had 
some really, really difficult times. Like I was one of those chronically injured college athletes that was dealing with that for, for years. Um, I had coaches who were manipulative and who tried to push me through those injuries. They would say that, you know, I was lazy or I was selfish for not supporting the team. I've had coaches threaten to take away my scholarships. Um, you know, and so, and that's something, oh, a lot of those things are normalized in college sports, but that behavior is, is textbook relationship abuse. Um, and, and so, you know, being able to write a story where I could process that was a really, really important step in me um, just recovering from all of it and making sense from it too. So it's, it's a very personal product, it's, it's their product process. Um, and it felt kind of like like publishing a diary in some ways. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> probably probably thera probably therapeutic for you in in certain ways and uh, proving that uh, college athlete athletics is kind of a microcosm of what goes on in the real world. And uh, um, pleasure to be wrapping up here with MK Lever and uh, a great book that. Uh, um, maybe required reading for everybody coming out of college athletics. They'll be able to uh, maybe uh, get therapy uh, along with you, MK. I would love that. I'd love for you know athletes to read it and see themselves in it. Absolutely. And uh, well, what's next for you? Uh, big endeavor here with the book. I've I've written a couple books. Uh, uh, once the book is done, uh, then the hard part comes is promoting it and, and talking about it. Uh, what's next for you? Uh, your PhD will be wrapping up? Yes, I'm working on my dissertation right now, so that's the next big hurdle. Um, I'd like to eventually turn that into a book and have a nonfiction version, so mm -hmm. um, that's probably going to be a few years down the road. But yeah, the dissertation is the next big thing I need to finish. All, all you got to do, MK, is when you go in front of that uh, doctorate committee, just pull out a, uh, a copy of your book and say, here's my dissertation. Just drop it on the floor and <laughs> just drop it on the floor and leave the room and see what happens. I'm going to try that. That's a good idea. <laughs> don't, don't blame it on me if it doesn't work. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for coming on. A five-star effort from MK Lever, uh, wrapping up here on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports. And uh, hope to talk to you soon. Thanks. You're a great resource. And uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.